irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Listening to Sam in the Morning with Cherie right here on LA Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the show. Today's Thursday, June twenty third. We're back with you as always. God, June twenty third already. Yeah, your it morning team is here with you, folks. We are here. Yes. Well, no, we call the something elite, the nocturnal elite. What do they call us? The people who stay up late but yet love the mornings. Yes. There's a word for it. Really? Yes. Yeah, something. Oh elite. wow! I thought it was fabulous, so I had to share. Yeah, it with nocturnal you. something. <laughs> something elite. That's oh, what we're okay. like. That's what's important. Okay, so we're the elite. We yeah. we barely sleep, but we we're still. Here I know to entertain you every morning. Yes, you know you guys appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, better. <laughs> I and, mean, like well, we get to have a morning show and like a random like early hour, midnight or t- one or two, three, four in the morning show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we are. We're always. Yeah, up. and we'll always be on for uh, people overseas. Yeah, pretty much. But we run our show overnight, so people overseas listen to it too on the stream. Yeah, which is pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Hi everyone. Hi everyone. <laughs> uh, we have a, a very. Uh, a great guest uh, waiting here, so we're going to get to her in just a minute I'm and excited. talk about genealogy and DNAs and stuff like that, which is amazing to me. Yeah. I think it's very cool. And uh, the guest has a show here on the station, so we're going to talk about all that and more right here on Sam in the Morning with Cherie. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we have to make it somehow formal, you know. So <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> really, but. really, because it always ends up being informal like we always go from like we're gonna be really serious to like this huge thing right have you talked to your lady friend lately no she's out of town she okay. went um, yeah she's out of town so i won't hear from her you see the, the point is is that you can still text right when yeah, you're out of town. yeah absolutely but i don't think we got to that point yet but i think you should make it get to that point yeah just like how you be doing like, hey just want to say hello i've been yeah. a good day just something simple and just just yeah i will put it out there Right. Like you see, it. we're just not at the point where I really want to meet her. You know, it's we got to get to that point. But you know? to get to that point, you have to right. get to know someone. No, I know. I know. But that's what I'm saying. I don't know that I want to pursue this that hard. Okay. But maybe I will. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's always it might some, be worth it, right? It's always like, remember what Laura was saying is always good. Even if it's not the right person, you don't really know until you actually meet the person. But it's good that's to true. go out and meet people and know what you don't want, what right. you do want. And no, it's absolutely. And yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely, and, and if I can find someone who's interested in me, I should take advantage of it. And, no. <laughs> and also, you don't know. If you meet her, you don't know who you're going to meet through her. That's and, true. you know, or develop good friendships. You might meet someone else through that way. You just don't know. Yeah. So, so it's just good to get it out and right. meet people. No, I agree. I agree. And uh, so I will contact her and see yes. how she's doing and everything. I'm, I'm on a How's that? Yes. <laughs> I want a full report. I always have to give you full reports. Yeah. Well, you don't, but you don't. <laughs> but I do sometimes. Like yesterday, I told you I was in a, in a mood. I got a, I got a phone. I got a text though, and a call from New York at like, and it was like four o'clock New York time. Uh-huh. I just happened not to answer, but I was totally awake, you know. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I hate yeah. the thing about games, but it's yeah. like you wonder: do the games ever end? Was it f- uh, four o'clock in the morning in New York time? Oh, three so hours it was, ahead. So it was one o'clock here. So someone must have been thinking about me at that time. Yeah, right. I don't mind that at all. I know. I got a call actually from someone I haven't talked to in probably a few months 
And uh, I didn't recognize the number, but it was 10.30 at night, so I didn't answer. And then I realized it's this woman I know that, you know, I mean, we're not really in touch or anything. But why would you call it 10.20 at night? You know? Oh, well, I'm kind of so seeing the guy. He message. was in New York on Exactly, business, so that's I what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, for you guys, it's fine. But I was just saying, you know, I mean, who calls it these hours? I don't know. <laughs> You, what are you talking about? You're up at all these hours. I know, you know but I don't call people. That. Yeah, I know. I don't either. Yeah. It's so funny, though. There's one friend of mine. She's actually in New York, too. Everyone's there right now. Uh, Wendy, who I always talk about. She's like me, total night owl. So I know, like, she's the only one I can call. Because yeah, doesn't right. it suck if you don't have your other insomniac friend? Exactly. And you want to talk about something? Yeah, you like, can't shit. talk to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> But I found one. I got her. <laughs> yeah, That's there awesome. you go. I know. But, but it sucks. Even, she'll never get up to come. I'm like, you need to wake up and come to the show. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. I want her on the show. But I still think texting would be more reasonable than people calling late. You know? I, yeah, call, Yeah, absolutely. You don't want to call someone late. Yeah. Unless if you're already past that, you know, if you're in a relationship. Yeah, and, and if and it's a best know, friend or relationship. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but just not getting to know someone, to. absolutely, I agree. Yeah. So I don't know what that's about, but I'll I'll get back to her. Why not? Yeah, I'm I'm that kind of a person. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of a person. Yeah. Well, you know, it's always just it's something to try. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were uh, attacks in Germany. There was uh. an attack in the cinema. This guy sh- uh, shot people. Uh, also in Congress, we all know the Democrats are doing a sit-in. Uh, there because they can't get their way. <laughs> so they have to throw a tantrum. But I'm not going to get that much into politics because I don't know where our guest sits on this. But, right. And I don't want to start a pol- political thing when we're here to talk about DNA. Yeah. But at the same time... <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh, look, you guys, a hummingbird. That's good. Look at that. It's hummingbird right outside right. our oh window. Oh, my gosh. And we're on the fourth floor, folks. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's right? It's like staring right at us. I know. There's two of them. We're, oh. They're chasing each other. Wow. Oh, wow. That's kind of, I got to get yeah, that. Yeah, we got to have in, intercourse here soon. <laughs> oh, God. Of course, Sam would go there. That's where he Well, goes. when do you think I'd go <laughs> with that one? A guy chasing a girl. <laughs> oh, man. They just laugh. I was going to get them. Even in their world, it's all about sex. How do you know if that's a guy chasing you. a girl? It could be. I don't. Like, I assumed don't. it was. But it could still be, you it's know. It's a good thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we do, Sherry. <laughs> Every morning, he talks about things. I'm snapping. Him and but but this is nothing. I mean, I got to tell you, when we just started, we were on the 36th floor downtown. We were higher than the helicopters. So we people oh, in every saying. show, people would be distracted talking about what they see outside the the pools on top of the buildings, the hotels and stuff, you know, and things like that. So it was totally distracting. But that was cool, yeah. yes. This hummingbird supposedly yeah. mean. I'm just going to pretend to go along with this, and it means really yeah. good luck. And we just had two oh, really? staring straight at us in the window, and it was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing how they're able to suspend themselves in midair, I know, huh? So little. I mean, do you know how fast the wings have to go for you to do that? It's I don't like know. That's crazy. You know, their eyes were like uh. they looked red or pink too. That was really weird. <laughs> I know they're cute birds. Well, good good luck to whatever is going to happen to yeah. all of us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good luck's coming, you guys. So you in a better mood today? I was in a good mood yesterday. I was just right. in deep thought yesterday. Oh, okay. You were thoughtful. Yeah. Okay. Well, when I'm in my head about, you know, I was questioning some things. Okay. About my situation. Right. So I'm in a, in okay, a better, I, you know. So you cleared those things up a little I, bit? I did, what? but it's like it's like a back and forth thing. And I'm mm. still in the early stages of, you know, that situation as well. Yeah. So I'm just kind of okay. letting things go and having fun and... 
good what happens. that's the way to do it you yeah. know don't don't try to fit square pegs in round holes or the other way around i don't know how that's yeah true but uh so and, and that's the thing sometimes and i'm not talking about you but you brought up uh you know relationships and i'm thinking that people sometimes really think they can try and change someone to fit their yeah, you mold you know anyone. you can't you know the thing is what you want to do is find someone who's what you want rather than try to change someone well, to be what you want. And also, too, you know? not everybody's going to meet every one of your expectations. Right. No one's perfect. So you also have to keep an open mind. It's like like I always say, if you're a good team together. Because, you know, someone might ha- not have some things, but it's just, it's is it, is it a deal breaker or not? Right. It's what you're willing to put up with and vice versa. Right. Because no one's perfect. I'm telling you, you will never find that perfect person. I'd hate to yeah, know, no, break it to everybody. But. And, and do you know what I mean? It, it used to be different, you know. I mean, it used to be that uh, people didn't expect that that much from their spouse. You know, it was like, hey, that's my spouse, but I have the family, I have the friends, I have this, I have that. But today we expect them to be everything, you know, your partner, mm-hmm. like your mother and your father and your best friend and, and your co-worker and, uh, you know, to be involved in, in your uh, career and uh, and to cook for you and take care of the kids and all that stuff. And that's, man, that's a lot that's to expect, lot. you know. You know, I mean, yeah. that's, that's tough, yeah. So, uh, but that's what we're dealing with, you know. We want, uh, we want uh, a virgin and we want a whore in bed in the same time, you know. It's just like... It's it's crazy yeah you know so but so obviously like you said you can't have everything in, in one person you know well i don't mean that i mean it's not so much about having everything in one person but it's a matter of if they do certain things that you aren't really mm. you know, like little things right. it, it, i mean some things are deal breakers and red flags but yeah. other things it's like no you got to learn to love that person for who they are and love yeah. that those things that might make them endearing at the end of the day right. there's some things that this one guy does that any other guy would do i'd be like oh that's so gross but i find <laughs> it kind of endearing with him and it doesn't bother Really me and I'm like, gross. Oh, what is he farting in front no, of you? Oh, okay, he's good. not like I'm very like clean, neat <laughs> yeah. person, almost too much so, and right. he's completely not. Yeah. And um, but I could tell he's trying. But I have to say things with men. We have to kind of like teach you guys, but without like you know <laughs> scalling you guys. So it's well, gotta, but you, you're assuming that women are more neat than guys. No, and, I didn't say that at all because my ex was a total neat freak. Right. I'm, I'm just saying about like talking to a man. I've learned that instead of like 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 fussing and yelling, like just to talk to him and. In a way that, that like, yeah, he can that, understand. Right. So I kind of like drop subtle hints, but at the same time, it doesn't really <laughs> bother me. Like like I said, my ex was just like me, very clean, and clearly yeah. that did not work out. Yeah. But this guy, a part of that, I find it kind of cute. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I might. I think I like this guy right. because I normally wouldn't like things like that. Yeah. Just those little things. But, but you see, you got to also remember, and I've I've learned this, is that sometimes what you like about that person in the beginning is like you end up hating that. No, that's later, not what you know? I like. I like him as a person, but when I start no, I know. to notice those. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. when I start to notice those things that normally bother me about a guy, because those things are, look, they're fixable. That's not a deal breaker. Right. You know, if someone makes you laugh, you get along with them, there's good chemistry, all this other stuff. Is it worth Worth, like, oh, I'm never going to talk to this guy again because he's a little sloppy. He can work on that. He's right, a grown no, man. I mean, th- yeah. You know, yeah. and it's like, whereas my ex, who was like super like OCD clean, I felt like, I, and I was walking on eggshells. Really? So well. screw that. You yeah, know? that was an extreme. At first huh? I loved it, but then I hated it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So you're right about that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, there's a lot of things. Like, I can give you an example. I have um, a friend who uh, is sort of like... Um, introspective sort of like you know so when he um 
what was I trying to say? About your friend being clean or right, uh, clean not or? clean, but he liked yeah. So he was like more of like not really social butterfly. So he was attracted to women that are like outgoing and right. stuff, you know. But every time he would, then later he's like, oh man, she's like all over the place. She's talking to this guy, that Isn't guy, that, that guy. So what I'm saying yeah, is no, sometimes it attracts you, but then you go, well, that's not what I want. Exactly. You know, that you, you is realize super later. true. So yeah, but that's that's relationships, you know. I mean, what are you gonna do? But yeah. anyway, let's bring in our guest now. Yay. We're going over time, and she's eager to talk. I know that. Yeah, <laughs> she should be. Yes, she has a lot to say. I I'm know. excited. We have uh, Shav- uh, Sherry Savory in the studio. Welcome to the show, Sherry. Thank you so much. Of Glad course. to be here. Uh, Sherry has a show with uh, Tina Sansone right here on LA Talk Radio Tuesdays at ten. Yep. So you're opposite our show on Channel Two, right. and uh, tell us what your show is about. A Savory Spotlight is the name. Yes. It is. That's the name. And that's an awesome last name, by the way, isn't yeah, it? Thank you. It's that's the really one cool. thing my ex-husband left me that I... <laughs> so you held on to it. <laughs> it's amazing. my stage name. I've always said that so before I had a stage. Uh, I've been a genealogist since 1992, and I've been doing DNA testing since 2004. I've written three books and um, on DNA studies and things like that with different family members and... It's just what I know is yeah. what I am. So basically, my show started because of Lucy Hill, who had a show also with LA Talk Radio. Um, she told me about her show one day, and I said, I have a lot to say. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I need a show. <laughs> awesome. So how did you get into this? I mean, 1992, you said, right? Yes. How did you get into wow. it? Um, well, I kind of got thrown into it for family reasons my mom had a father who abandoned her at 12 years old and four siblings and long story short to her grave she took her anger and hatred to him toward him and uh, I sort of made a promise to God (laughs) that's really the only time I talk about spiritual stuff but you know that I would put a face to the family name and find out who this guy really was because he supposedly was a bigamist and all this And that was the title of my books subsequently. And um, I proved that he wasn't a bigamist. And that, you know, so that was kind of my first. What was the title of the book? A Face to My Name. Oh, okay. It's a collection of three books. Oh, cool. But that kind of came from that moment. Yeah. And she died at 54. So she literally did take it to her grave. And I tried to make up for it, I guess. Yeah. So you (laughs) Putting the spotlight on family history and the truth is really. Yeah, so I think. Wow. So you decided you're going to do this for other people too? Oh, yes. I've been doing it, yeah, for a long time. Right. It kind of bleeds over into that, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. So tell us, for those who don't know what genealogy means, what, it, what is it that you actually do? Okay. Genealogy would be this, the history, the family history, the study of who begat who, you know, um, and, and the genealogy of who intermarried in different families and keeping record of that and researching right. for that purpose to prove who you descended from. Right. So that's the genealogy standard. Right. No, I just math. realized it comes from the word gene. I never even yeah. thought about this, Mike. Duh. Yeah. You know? <laughs> question. So it's not like how you see those uh, commercials on TV about like um, going on the web and you can do it yourself. Is it like ha- the DNA test? Not the DNA test. Like Ancestry.com. Yes. Is that the same as what you would do or is it different? No, That that's the same thing. That's their uh, soft, their 
company gives a platform for people to go in and then to record, you know, um, who is who their ancestors are and then in doing so they give you hints that that's a they use an algorithm that kind of filters out all the world wide web um, digital records that are available now and that they've worked really hard to pull together and then they will give you hints based on a person's name and date and birth and location so that's kind of how that works and it is to create your genealogy mm-hmm. of your family and you can use that tool for one one example and how is yours different would do you take a different approach or do you well, I, I, go further I, I we kind of have two things there's two things genealogy itself has been going on you know been history has been been recorded forever now we have genetic genealogy that right. we do with uh with your dna so oh, i i funny. have sort of specialized in that since 2004 i started working with uh, uh, coordinating dna candidates for the gist family which is my mom's dad's family that i found um turns out to be royal ancestry really oh, king henry the awesome. eighth whatever <laughs> how come it's never just pe- simple poppers you, yeah, know? Yeah, <laughs> you don't find like those records say, as easy i know it's like people say oh in a previous life i was cleopatra or something what if you just like you know but we are the illegitimate <laughs> so we are illegitimate though really yeah yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. we are illegitimate offsprings of the great uncle of king henry the eighth and wow how many generations is that Oh, I think King Henry VIII would be a first cousin 16 times removed, I think, or 17. He's right up, for me, he's right wow. up there. So you were able to get go that far. Yeah, wow. because once the records, those kinds of records, genealogies have been recorded for history okay. forever and ever. And so right. you can kind of connect into those that have been recorded since the beginning of time. Right. And that's the thing. It, it had... It has mm-hmm. to have been recorded. And, you know, not everybody records these things, you know, right, especially right. in the past. Now it's a lot easier. Right. A lot of the churches and stuff, I think, were probably the platform of recording, you know, baptisms and recording marriages mm. and stuff like that. So that's where you find a lot of your older records, and every place is different. But genetic genealogy is what I started working with in uh, 2004. And that's fascinating to me. I was a nurse and a hairdresser most of my life until really? so cool. in the nineties. Like yeah. So it's but like you got into science. I, and yeah, all that. And wow. I, well, you know, hair color and all right. that is kind of science um, and nursing, uh, obviously. So it kind of guess, my brain yeah. works that DNA way. DNA is totally science. Yeah, you know? yeah. It, you so, have to be able to think a certain way to figure stuff out. Yeah. So now, so DNA is sort of like a DNA test is like a supplementary thing to the. Uh, roots you can find about something now right? especially you know a lot of people are just learning about what we we can do with genetic genealogy and um it, i think it's crucial mm-hmm. of course mostly i think it's crucial because i know right now that there are books that were written in 1700 1600 in america that completely are incorrect because now i know what the dna signatures are for this particular family wow. and that's very common yeah. so uh, yeah i think it's it's necessary because so many times so i was talking to a client yesterday and she was reading something and she was talking about this quaker line of this family i said and she says oh oh no but that's quaker line and i said yeah we've already proved we're not you're you're not from that line genetically we figured out that those people are not your people let's look over at this person in this other place and we can save a lot of time. Yeah. 
Yeah. So wow. how does it work? Like the DNA, what type of DNA do you take or how does this work? I'm okay. So yes, it is. And, and DNA is a broad term. Right. This is genetic genealogy. So okay. this is taking your genes and sort of creating a genetic family tree uh, you know, right. with your genes and being able to match up and find out what your ancestry is and that kind of thing. Right. It's not to prove... You could prove a mother, you could pr- prove a father and son relationship or mother, you know, parent relationship, but that's not at all what this is. This time of DNA is used for, um, and not for adoptees. We use this DNA a lot of times, um, and we can analyze and fill in at certain levels, um, you know, where cousin relationship might be, that kind of thing. So, three different kinds of DNA that we test for genetic genealogy. Why DNA is what men carry their father's 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 DNA. And women obviously don't have that gene, um, and that goes back to Asia, to Eurasian Adam or, or to Y DNA Adam, according right. to science. And that's back. Gosh, these numbers keep changing. Probably eighty, ninety thousand years. Could be more now. I haven't actually checked on that number, mm-hmm. but it goes back very far. And then, um, so you can prove your male line that way. Um, the test is. You know, a lot of family tree DNA is where I send a lot of my tests, or most of my Y DNA goes there. And that um, you can order; it's like one hundred sixty nine dollars for the beginning for a thirty seven marker test, and you can go up. Oh. There's a lot of different things you can find. Yeah, out. yeah, that's not wow. bad for what you're getting. You yeah. know, I mean, my God, you know, to know about where you came from, your your ancestors and stuff. And I imagine it could I help a lot that. with like diseases and stuff right, right? like things out. that yeah. are uh, hereditary there you're see, we see that more in um, the autosomal DNA which is another type of DNA which everyone possesses and uh, so everybody is this is the test you see of ancestry DNA um, 23andMe 23andMe is the company that now has approved has gotten approval I guess from the FDA or something to do the genetic genealogy testing but in addition to that you're getting medical information back so that's the one company that has been approved now they actually lost their ability to do that and got that ability back this last year yeah so you, you can see some information genetically what you might be predisposed to but that's not really what we look at for that's sort of a the genealogy site for them is an offshoot okay. so they're looking at the medical data all the time for different reasons I but see. that's okay. sort of an additional bonus that you get so but that's i call it a cousin test so that's where you're going to find out who your cousins are uh you know anybody that's connected back from you your parents great-grandparents back five generations so that's going to take up any cousins aunts uncles that touch those people genetically Mm. that might have a piece of the same gene as you so you'd see that and you will see the um your ancestry where you came from yeah. Originally back in time. And and that's what you get from that test. The other test is mtDNA, and that's mitochondrial DNA, which is the longest standing DNA. The, when you see people uh, like uh, King Henry, the, I mean, I'm sorry, um, uh, Richard III, they found him in a parking lot buried in England. Did you? No, I not know that. What? <laughs> yeah, Richard III, they, I'm so used to this being my world. Lot? Like, what this is old hell? news. This yeah, is they, so cool. in, in England, I think it was a, maybe a year and a half ago or two. I don't know. I've lost track. But they they were, you know, t- digging up a parking lot and they found his remains that, you know, so he, nobody wow. really knew where he had gone, you know, been buried and all this after his demise and all that. So, that DNA that comes from that person, um, 
It might have done Y-DNA on that. But anyway, mtDNA is the longest standing. So mitochondrial DNA goes back around 180,000 years, 150, back to Eve, to the first woman in your line. We were talking mm. about, about that. We were talking about the, um, uh, the, Mex- the Mexicans, when Mexico became what we know of as, as Mexico, Mexicans, mm-hmm. um, was a Sephardic Jew woman that started that line. Really? Yes. Whoa. So, but people don't, yeah. I, in my experience, I'd say close to half my clients don't, aren't who they think they are at all. Wow. Like, can you imagine? I, no, I want to do it. Like, I'm, I'm really starting it. to see. I'm t- I want to go up to like 70%, but I'm, it's getting so, you know, I can take, I think of 10 people and I think, no, him, uh-huh, no, and they, they don't, no, they don't match your surname. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know. so, fam- so people have family members that are not really blood? Uh, and non- they think they are? Non-parental events is okay. what we call it. Mm-hmm. And it's when there's either an adoption or there's or somebody adultery. stepped out <laughs> right? the barn, you know, whatever as we say in the South. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. So the non-parental events, and sometimes these can happen far back in time. Uh. I mean... Uh, you know, just like the book I said that was written. Well, that's because these brothers grew up together, but one of them has a different DNA signature than all the other right. brothers. So his descendants that we see now, nine generations later, don't match his family. Wow. <laughs> so that happens a lot. I, I think it's hap- it happens more than people realize. Right. Yeah, yeah. And today to they use that for stuff that. for paternity tests and, and, uh, and to solve murders and things yeah. like that, right? I mean, right. DNA has become like... You, you can't lie with it, right? It, it doesn't, doesn't lie. lie. It doesn't. That's what doesn't we say lie. all the time. It so really you, you do like the family tree and the DNA testing all to Like that's a whole package deal together, right? right? Because then you know what right. you're actually getting is true. So awesome. I, I have a client right now that actually I haven't even said anything on Facebook or anything. I'm so stoked right now. Um, I have a client that I've been working on for a year. And um, she was one of those that found me through LinkedIn. I was telling you in the hallway. I have two clients. Yeah. She worked with another girl, and so they hired me too. So this whole last year, I've been working on their cases. And she has an 86-year-old father who was chief of police locally, not for 40-some-odd for years. And he wanted to know where, what part of Wales it came from because that's what he thought his name came from, the kings there, whatever. Anyway, yes, day before yesterday, after the show on Tuesday, we were talking, and um, she's taking me to England to with really? him on their trip. Oh, how fun! <laughs> but she That'd said to cool, me huh? at one point, she said, "You know, wow, this is really cool." Because sometimes I feel like it's overkill. You yeah. know that I'm, I'm not going to talk about this. I could so easily say, "Oh, this is your family," and not have the DNA to actually confirm it. But I do, and she she said, "You know, uh, gosh." We could just have a list of names that mean nothing if you didn't put this DNA behind it. This is right. really true. That's absolutely true. Wow. Because you think about it. Yeah. Because I always, I always wanted to do like the thing that I, I heard about the and an, I can't even say the word right now. Yeah. Ancestry.com. Yes, I wanted to do that. But I always thought like, how can it really be like, yeah, they can do the names and stuff. So I, I, I'm just fascinated the right records. now. Because this this will prove a lot more. Yes, Yes. So in your DNA kits, like what exactly type, like do you need saliva? Like Chief how does swa- this work? Yeah, it, it, each company's a little different. Um, some take 
saliva and some ask for cheek cells. So you're actually scraping the inside lining of the cheek so you mm. get good cells. My son did it before he went to travel the world on a sailboat with two other men around. What? Yes, he was showing me that. Yeah, he is my son. But he, he <laughs> took it and he scraped it so hard he wanted to make sure mom had his DNA. Oh, and his so mouth cute. was bleeding. I had to send I said, is it okay? It's like a lot of DNA here. But yeah, it's a simple kit. They send it to you. Uh, the autosomal DNA, by the way, uh, is like around $99. And that's uh-huh. the kit that a lot of people will take. Anybody can take and they get a lot of information. Um, another test is around 250 usually. Um, something like that for the mtDNA, just so you guys that's just yeah. around about bigger. Yeah. But yeah, you take, you know, you, you, you when you're using that kind of software, the hints and stuff, you have to just be accurate. Uh, look at them and, and compare everything because they're giving you census records and they're giving you whatever they're collecting through the years they just came out with the social security death in, um, index and you can actually see the, the applications that you can actually see yeah. and those records have parents names and you know origins you have to just really look at all that yeah you have to, it helps when somebody does it all the time and we can do it a lot faster i think than the average person yeah right. very cool well we're talking to sherry savory if you guys want to get uh uh find out about your roots uh about your some. dna yeah about whether you belong in that family at all mm-hmm. uh <laughs> contact sherry the truth will come out <laughs> <laughs> how could people find you uh, they can uh, contact us through our, our website is Research DNA Writers. So it's researchdnawriters.com. You can always um, send us an email at savoryspotlight at gmail.com. That's a super easy way to reach us. Savory Spotlight. Right, and you guys can always call into the show if you're uh, curious about this and everything. A savory spotlight Tuesdays ten uh, ten a.m. Pacific, right here on LA Talk Radio. Yep, thank you. So, uh, also, and uh, let's mention your co-host Tina Sansone. She's actually not here. She co-hosts with you from. Germantown, uh, Tennessee, Memphis. Tennessee. Yeah, she Whoa. brings a southern charm to That's our so cool. show. <laughs> yeah. Now, you said you're from the south, too? I, my, um, actually, my six times great-grandfather sat on the first court. He was the first judge in the state of Tennessee when it became a state. Oh, really? Yeah, like Daniel Boone's sidekick was R- William Russell. He's an uncle. So I have a lot so of So is that the, where you grew up in Tennessee? I grew up in Oklahoma. But oh, my, Oklahoma. my roots are... F- start pretty early like in the early mid 1700s late 1700s in Tennessee so that to me is pretty much the south but yeah I grew up in Oklahoma but I was born in Detroit and I've lived in 33 states so oh don't wow keep up <laughs> well, no my question is why why did you live in 33 states <laughs> well you know I, I'm back in the old days yeah. before computers <laughs> <laughs> I had to go to these courthouses and look up these records you know oh, wow. so a, a lot of times as a single parent I couldn't um, after my mom passed away I didn't have to take care of her anymore and I, I could go to these places but I'd have to move there yeah. to be able to afford to go there on a daily basis so wow. I moved around a lot yeah but how do you do that I mean what do you like find new jobs everywhere you go well, how do you live I was a, I was a nurse and a hairdresser so I, and a genealogist so I've always kind of had a few bags to pull you know that's, awesome. out that's of true to, to do something there's always been something and, and each state would have something different for me if if i could do yeah. nursing and not do hair because of a license whatever so it's just how cool is that this huh? is amazing to live I in know. So survival places, yeah what was the fa- your favorite place that you lived in i like the mountains i yeah. like tennessee that's kind of one, one of my favorites i guess um 
Yeah, that's probably my top favorite. Right. I feel really connected to Tennessee, Alabama. But again, you know, like we were some of the first families that settled that after we kicked the Indians off. So, do right. you feel like people? inherit like things are like environmentally influenced or do you feel like things are really like genetically in you from people you never even met from thousands of years ago in your bloodline so you know what i mean like is that possible to pick that up other than just like the coloring i'm talking like behavioral things through dna you mean? yeah can you well, well dna you can find certain traits that are stronger and and some than others. You can tell eye color. You can tell if your parents are related. You can, you know, there's a lot of different things that you can do with with that. Um, I think personally, like I come from a Viking line. My dad's been proven to be from Torkel McNeil from 1440. He was a chieftain of Argyll, Scotland. We've genetically proven that he had 69 grandkids. So my dad (laughs) really has matched matched this particular person. Really? But, um, yeah. yeah, so I think that the Viking, I like to think with my son sailing around the world right now, his two filmmakers and his other friend, uh, out to sea, I'd like to think that our Viking right, genetics are actually at work. That's what I'm wondering if, if it's And he's Native like American, that. too. And his people are from uh, Newfoundland. They're called the, the people of the cod, the fisher, fishing Indians, not like the Appalachian Mountain Indians. Uh, so yeah, I'd like to think that those things are taking care of them out That's there really the, cool. but I think it does I think it you know yeah. you see certain certain genetic traits uh, one thing I, I found not long ago um, after I proved a Jewish line for somebody and he had a couple of older aunts and I went to get a mammogram done. I said, oh, my gosh, this is like red flag here. If you have Jewish ancestry, you need to be double checking on your breasts and, and really? your cancer. Cause it's, so there are genetic things that, of course, yeah. are in some people than others. You know. Wow. So Jewish people have problem with uh, breast cancer? I guess that's really? it. Yeah. It, it wow. seems to be the general rule now. When you just, I saw it just on a piece of paper as I was signing in. You know, Hey, let, let the doctors know if you have this ancestry. So. Wow. In that same way, you know, my dad's 82 years old, and he's got never been in the hospital, knock on wood. Wow. Just turned 82, and he's got that Viking ancestry, so I like to think that that yeah. says I think that's amazing. I, I think there's something to that, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know, though. It says something, too. I just told you about the, the royal line, and my mom died at 54, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's something there, too, because yeah, there's, there's history. There's, yeah. there's a genetic history there. It definitely affects people, for sure. Yeah. Wow, I'd love to do that. No, I'm you know? so in. Right? Yeah. I'm all it's about fun. it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do that. I'm afraid, like, so you don't have to go to a lab. Like, you do it yourself. Yeah, you do it yourself. I'm you you order the kit. I actually think I sent you a link to the kits, I think. I yeah, think yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. You order the kits and they'll mail them to you. And then when, when you get the information, you know, I can coordinate it and help you with um, deciphering it. That's really right. my job because. It's hard to figure all this stuff out. And you really yeah. can't figure it out unless you've seen it all the time and, and you work with it on a daily basis. So, you know, for 150 bucks, usually I, I will sit down and kind of go through, give a nice report and go through a half a day's worth of work and figure out where you're from and yeah. tell you more than you probably want to know. Yeah, that's true. Huh? <laughs> I want to know things I don't want to know. <laughs> you really and truly, you know, if anybody ever says something about the po- the privacy and all that, 
just don't do it. Yeah. If you really have concerns about any of that stuff, if you don't want to find out, just don't do it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Now, do you have do you ever have people wanting to find out if the child is theirs? I mean, you know, do they suspect they're... That is different kind. That's paternity. Using right. it for paternity, it's, it's, different it's different markers that they test, I'm pretty sure, somehow. Um, I, so I don't use... I don't do it for that purpose. Okay. Any, your cousins and your cousins' cousins are going to have the same DNA as your Y DNA. Right. You're not going to know if you're related to this person, um, if there's a father or son, or if it's... Really? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you're going to have the same... DNA, your Y DNA is going to be the same as your cousin's Y DNA and his cousin's, because mm. it's if the, if you have the same last name, right. right? If you have the same Y DNA, so it's a little broader in, in that. But um, yeah. you know, I'm sure there's there are people that do yeah, that there are people that reasons. do that. Yeah, yeah they go on Moripovich and stuff right. and do yeah. this every time. Or is it Montel? No, it is Moripovich. Yeah, right. One of those. They yeah. do it every time. You are not show the father. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, I mean, I. I I have a client right now that I just had to put the hush on it after a couple of years. He just didn't want his son to know that he wasn't wow. what he thought he was. And so we just stopped talking about it. Wow. wow. Good for him for still like wanting to, you know, that's awesome. Well, yeah. I mean, but it was hard to oh, take man. because he's, you know, yeah, very Scottish and not now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so we're giving a shout out to uh, Tina Sansone, who's your co-host, yes. and, and uh, she was going to be on the show, but she's not feeling well. So, uh, we'll have her on some other time. Yes. And uh, so, how did you guys connect? Well, uh, I again on LinkedIn, which is kind of strange. I can hardly wow. even go there anymore. Really? <laughs> yeah. My my uh, guest on Tuesday said he had found me there too. That's weird. Wow. But anyway, on LinkedIn, which is probably my first kind of thing that I done, did after my books was written and uh, were written, um, I saw that she was part of the Tennessee Genealogical Society. I have a lot of library ish people that I kind of collected at that point in time that's why the fellow that was on my show Tuesday who wrote a book about the world war whatever worked at the National Archives that's why he found me on LinkedIn Okay. but I just targeted her one day I said hey you know I, I just wanted to be her friend first and then about a year later I said let's do a show oh, wow. <laughs> we got a lot How to talk that? about and she's she's um my you were talking about politics I my little tagline is we don't talk about politics or religion because <laughs> yeah, right. nobody's going to change anybody's mind anyway you and know? I don't Just like it it's like that mind. that awkward pause you know yeah. <laughs> it's like I feel awkward when my stomach kind of feels that way I don't, don't want to talk about it yeah. but anyway the, the LDS church which is is not the reason I, I do this but there's a lot of Mormons that do genealogy and she's got that um that history and she's been doing genealogy research for a long time the DNA stuff's new to her so putting us together is really great because she's kind of a, a records whiz mm. and she knows wow. you know she's she's very much a product of the internet genealogy generation really yeah so. now so but uh <clears throat> so you met through linkedin did you say yeah. and did but you guys met in person too mm-hmm. right never met in person <laughs> wow. wow isn't that cool though that is cool we worked so together for friends. three years yeah. <laughs> That's never crazy. met each other but it happens a lot now it's with online the computer romance age, you know <laughs> <laughs> i know i have people like uh uh, it, some time ago, we had a, a comic book writer here, 
and he found an artist across the world they'd never met and they put comic books together and stuff you know right. so you can do things like that yeah. you know I mean it's it's crazy yeah our, our new website I mean I never met the people they're in India you I know? know I know it's exactly so cool. <laughs> I the guy that wrote um, I worked with a guy that did the science side at that point um, and educated me a lot on the DNA for the Gist family there were 62 fam, uh, tests test test takers um, in our uh, genealogy uh, study that we did and put into the book and I worked with him since 2004 and I've only met him once. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's so yeah. crazy. We forced our we made sure we went to the library one time to meet. He came up from um, uh, San Pedro. So yeah. It's, <laughs> I have a question. Like can you tell because you've been doing this for so long like certain features or characteristics in people maybe things that they might know be like oh you're you may have this in you or you I, have you gotten to that point yet? Well yes I think you can to some extent but if i've learned anything in the last couple of years is is i've got a photography background everybody in my family's kind of got that you know i but i've been wrong you know you, you don't necessarily just because you look like somebody doesn't really mean right that you're related for one thing but yeah, i mean there's certain tra- traits like uh my, my niece and my son now have both said that when they were in greenland or iceland um you know when they were I guess it was Iceland, you know, that people said, you must be one of us. Like, yeah, I could, right? both of them uh, came away saying that somebody could tell. And we had no Norway or, you know, Nor- Norwegian connection at that point. Right. But there was something, I, I've gotten individual stories from both of them That's about like that. Cool. So it was kind of weird to, to be, well, prove it. Yeah. I'm still going to do the test, but I'm just going to put you on the spot and say, can you see anything <laughs> like oh. with me? This yeah, is so yeah, much fun. You just look really European to me. So I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, wow. well, it's she's, hard to tell. Yeah, exactly. she's French background, right? French and German, French yeah. Ancestry, but you know, right? it is interesting. My son's last name is Savory, obviously, um, and and I didn't see the French really show up on yeah. DNA. He turns out to his Y DNA is Frisian, which is people that were enslaved years in the Netherlands area. Wow. And that's his Y DNA. So I just got his results back. So you don't know exactly right. sometimes what nowadays you see as a collective gene pool. You know yeah. what that really represents because there's such a melting pot sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So it is kind of hard to tell. But that's true. Generally yeah. speaking, yes, you can tell if somebody's European or not. But I told you the other day that there was a surprise in my DNA that. I don't look like that. Yeah, you know, I don't uh, look like this. this uh, what was it? Can you say? I oh, don't, you don't even remember. I, no, My memory is terrible. I had, I had a... Um, there was Norway, Europe, and Afghanistan. Oh, yeah. We did. We talked about this oh, in the parking lot, right? Yeah. There's, a, okay. oh, there's, yeah. a big, there's a big purple yeah, spot right. in that part yeah. of the country on yeah, my, my genetic makeup, which is really weird. But it's like 1% of Central Asian is what it is. So it doesn't... Wow. That, that, that just happens to be the name of that. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, that's wow. weird. I haven't said that out loud too many times. Wow, you know, I, I'm, and I look I'm pretty European. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I'm sitting here thinking. You talk about people that look like each other and stuff, and I'm thinking, what if I found out that one of my kids is not mine? You know, oh, yeah. wouldn't you be like extremely devastated? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, it would be I hard. mean, it's like yeah. the ultimate betrayal. You Especially know, Especially for a man, I think maybe he has. Yeah, a man, because right? a woman wouldn't know. I mean, a man can't b- bring a kid and say it's yours. You right. know, I had a guy a couple years ago that uh, tested, and his name just—I think what it is—is is back in time, 
this other family that has a different name that shows up on his re- results. I think they were his originally, his name originally back in 15, 1400s. But he tested his son right away. He really? says, this is, not, this is not right. I said, you don't match any of these people that have your same surname. He says, well, let me do my son. It was really a waste of money. But for him, he proved to be the same DNA. <laughs> right. yeah. But, yeah, it, it, I'm sure it could be. Yeah, people want to know, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And Inquiring it, minds want to yeah. know. <laughs> and it is really hard to, to prove exactly where things come in. But one of the cool parts about the cousin test, as I call it, autosomal DNA, is if you have a second to fourth cousin match uh, in the test results, it's, it's comprised by a certain number of centimorgans, which is the measurement of this type of DNA. You can pinpoint if it's a fourth cousin or if it's a second cousin. Really? So then you can go to your tree and you can see who are the candidates in that second cousin level of my tree that I might be able to see genetically match this person. And then we go and we take the chromosomes and we actually match them up because each person, you'll take a bit of, of DNA of your from father, your... Well, tw- 23 and 23, right? right? And then in yeah. your grandparents, Chromosome. you're going to take something that your cousin's going to take something else possibly because right. it's completely completely random when you get to that next level but you can actually look and we people that look at this all the time and and there's a great um, bunch of information being out th- you know coming out there for people to gather to learn for themselves but you can pin- pinpoint what level what chromosome and if you let's say your grant your cousin uh grabbed this one type of dna this one section of that chromosome and you grab that same section of that chromosome, you're going to match. It's going to be at that same point in that chromosome where you overlap representing mm. a person, wow. which is your common ancestor. Yeah. And we can actually pinpoint that close. Oh, yeah. my God. That's, like, amazing. Yeah. You see, guys, if you that. want to find out more about where you come from and uh, and where your family comes from and everything else, I mean, you can go back, like, generations, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Sh- uh, Sherry Savory, the show is Savory Spotlight. Uh, what? Talk, let's talk about your books for a couple minutes. Uh, are they still out there? Yes, uh-huh. people can get them. Mm-hmm. Yep. What, what are the What are the names or uh, which is the? It's the A Face to My Name Collection, um, Volume One. It talks about a lot of the royal ancestry. Um, DNA changed so fast. I wrote these in two thousand. They were released in two thousand thirteen, and already some of that information is is outdated. Yeah, some of it, wow. because they they just keep breaking down DNA farther and farther and farther, and that's bringing them to branches and branches as people separated off the giant tree of life, and they just they change the the wording and everything. But anyway, I faced in my name volume one is is got two DNA studies the McNeil and Gist families as well as the lineage, the royal lineage and the Scottish heritage there and the Viking heritage. And then book two sort of a um, Got a lot of records for the first Gist families that took over Alabama when they when we kicked the Indians off. So a lot of the original land records, and then book three has um, it talks about a family who. Long story short, over some slaves, a father kills a son, son kills a father. It's the first um, murder in uh, Indian territory. and it, But it tells the story of where he had married a woman who is the chief of the Chickasaw Indian tribe's uh, uh, granddaughter. So there's the treaties in there, and there's a lot of stories about that time and place and a lot of cool stuff in that one. And it, yeah. uh, you can get that in Kindle also. Um, and it's I called it there geni- um, Generational Curses because I thought that was a book. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just like kept that. seeing it. They, they, this whole 
family's curse. Uh, and also, I believe stuff like that. Also, I in that do. particular book, um, William Still, who is the father of the Underground Railroad, who helped you know to facilitate release, getting the slaves to safety. Um, unfortunately. His slaveholder is one of the families that are in that book, so it talks um, about him. And actually, his brother is quoted in there because he wrote a book later. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of good history in book three. It's kind of my favorite, I think, at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure, like, almost everybody's got, like, some kind of interesting story in America because we always got, we all come from different places. Yes. So, so, and that's what I was going to, that's what I asked you right, before, right, if right, you can right. actually go to, like, people in Europe and stuff, and you're saying easily. You, you know? can. Yeah. It, it, and I was going to, I actually started to send you an email about this. Um, y- you can, uh, um, there's it's more it's more popular in America right. because we're a melting pot here and we have so many mixes. I think that's probably the answer to why. But as a result of what the companies have been trying to get, I know Family Tree DNA I meant to do a little more research on this, but the two of the owners, the CEO and the owner, I think are Jewish, and they have spent a lot of time overseas going and physically digging up. Yeah, you know DNA right. and testing people in certain areas to get a, a you know a, a sense of what the DNA is. Right. And actually, we were talking about Ashkenazi Jews that they come from a, just a handful of women. I think it's three or four or something like that. Just that started that. So there's a huge wow. bottleneck there, just yeah. like with my dad's line. Yeah. But um, yes, the more people that test, the better off that information is going to be. You That's know, because true. Yeah, it's it all pulled together. Right. And you have a quote here from Winston Churchill, the father. Farther back, you you can. Look Look the farther forward you're likely to see. I love that. I love there that. you go. No, there thank you, go. you for it's quoting that. I love that too. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. Well, I see Winston Churchill. I quote. It doesn't matter what it says. I like it too. Oh, <laughs> awesome. Thank so. you. Yeah. You know, I, as I was finishing my books, I kept getting inspired by these things that you hear, these sayings, right. and I would say, "We're talking about this, and let's just throw something, a little thought for the day." So it's, yeah, that's one of it. Awesome. That's so great. <laughs> awesome. Okay, uh, Sherry Savory, everybody can uh, catch a show again uh, Tuesdays at 10, uh, 10 a.m. Pacific, right here on LA Talk Radio Channel 2. You can, of course, always download on demand from their page. Uh, Sherry and Tina Sansone, of course, who couldn't be with us uh, on the phone today. But, uh, Sherry, thank you. You have a very interesting wealth of information. Oh, thanks. Uh, giving Absolutely. people some hope that maybe they descended from Julius Caesar or... Uh, Cleopatra. Uh, or Cleopatra or, or anyone. <laughs> or just a really cool guy in your town. You exactly, know? Yeah. you know. <laughs> don't exactly. have to be famous. You don't have yeah. to be famous for crying out loud. Everybody exactly. wants to be famous. Well, like you said, I, I always say, that not everybody w- was royalty. There were peasants, but the records just a lot of times are not, not there. But you can exactly, look, you yeah, because they didn't have the money or the means. Maybe. But it's right. still so phenomenal to go back and look, no matter what. Like just know your history. And all I'm that. so excited. I'm, get, I'm. I've never been to England before, and I am just so thrilled. I, can, I just. I can't wait. That'll be awesome. Great. Well, have a safe trip, Sherry. Thank you. Yeah, we're doing the first weekend of August. Oh, (laughs) Oh, that'll be cool. Awesome. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, Sherry, thank you, as always. We'll see everybody tomorrow. See you guys tomorrow. Bye. You're listening to Sam in the Morning with Sherry right here on L.A. Talk Radio.